Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marco. And this is Stan. And we are the Smooth Jazz Alley. We'd like to thank Coffee Talk Jazz Radio for our live interview with Ms. Bridget Lewis. And also for our successful four-week radio campaign that has made us a top seller in jazz on CDBaby.com. Jazz Radio. I am your award-winning host, Miss Bridget Lewis. It is a beautiful breakthrough sunny Saturday on November the 6th. Boy, do we have a power-packed show for you. But before I bring on my very special guest, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like I'm almost about to jump out of my seat. There's just a few housekeeping rules that I want you guys to know about. If you want to ask our very special guest a question, you guys just press one on your phone. I'll open up the board, and you can ask him any question that is relevant to his music and his background. We're going to celebrate birthdays today. There are going to be a few gift giveaways, only if I'm feeling generous and if you guys are nice to me. It's the weekend, right? I'm just saying. So, so many people want to know, Miss Bridget, what is Coffee Talk Jazz Radio all about? Why did you create it? Well, after I introduce my very special guest, I'll let you all know. His name is Wayne Gutshaw. He's amazing. He is a saxophone player, composer, and educator from Miami, Florida. And for years, he's been bringing the heat to the Miami music scene and abroad. And he has performed with some of the best and most popular Latin pop stars, and jazz stars, and American pop stars. I feel like I need to ask him for an autograph. <laughs> and on top of that, um, he played on a wonderful CD, and I hope I pronounced it correctly. I believe it's called Mama Blue CD, which won a 2015 Latin Grammy for Best Instrumental Album. So you know what I want to do? 
I want to go ahead and bring Wayne Gutsall to the platform. Good afternoon, Wayne, or actually it's evening for you. Hello, hello. <laughs> hi, hi, Bridget. How are you doing over there in beautiful California? I am doing well. Like I said, it's actually a breakthrough Saturday for us. Um, we've had fog. We've had rain. We've had a few earthquakes. There's a lot going on in California. No way. You had some earthquakes? Oh, my God. We've had, in the last couple of weeks, um, we've had two earthquakes and aftershocks, and so much so that the one earthquake, it like, like I was sleep laying down. It, like, it shook me out of my bed. It felt like, oh, my god! It felt like something had just, it felt like something had hit the house. And I said, wow. straight up in bed, I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm getting dressed. After that jolt, um, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to sleep. And it's, um, it's funny with the earthquakes because sometimes the earth will just, it'll be a quick jolt. Sometimes it'll be a rolling. Sometimes it'll be rocking. So you don't know what you're going to get. And then sometimes you can just hear the earthquake coming. So it's like, okay, let me brace. Oh my yeah, gosh! So I hope your is your house okay. My house is my house is like totally okay. My house has been through like a lot of earthquakes, so it is totally fine. But we want to talk about you, your music, your it's background, education. <laughs> what's going on? I want to know what's going on in Florida. Since we're talking about the weather, um, I will say this about your your playing. Let me see. There's so many different things that happen in different parts of the country. There's like the typhoons, the hurricanes, they've got the earthquakes here, they've got the thunderstorms in Atlanta. And I would say that you're, you play with such ferocity, I would say that you're like a tornado that comes in and people don't know what's going on. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's very kind. <laughs> so... Thank my first you. question is, my first question is, when did you really fall in love with music? Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, I've been doing quite a few interviews lately. So, you know, when you start doing that, you really get to go back in, in, in time and think about that. And I think I really started falling in love with music um, when I was a little kid, like when I, when I was around five or six, my father is a music fanatic. He, yeah, and and when he was in school, he played the baritone, but he didn't play baritone saxophone. He played the baritone, uh, that's a brass instrument, but he has an excellent ear and he just loves music. And, and, um, you know, my, not to bring it up, but my parents are divorced. And at that time though, of course they were married and we would go on these long drives and he was always playing such cool music in the car from the seventies and and I really started just falling in love with music at that time because he loves it so much. And then uh, he he did show me a guitar, but I was a little kid and my hands couldn't really fit on the guitar. So it wasn't until I got to um, junior high here in Miami, Florida, that I you know I saw uh, I started band and I saw this picture of an instrument. I wanted to play saxophone. Because this kid uh, brought it into my class, 
and I saw it. He opened up the case, and I was like, wow, that's so cool. But, you know, already having a an interest in music from my father, I, I you know, I, I I said, this, you know, this is awesome. I got to join the band, you know. So when I went to go and join the band, and I told them I wanted to play saxophone, they said, oh, everybody wants to play saxophone. And I'm like, so we don't have enough of those. <laughs> I'm like, you're kidding me. So I, my, really, my, yeah, my first instrument was bass clarinet, and then I switched from there to saxophone, and the rest is history. Actually, in high school, the way that I got to switch to saxophone was I was, my band director actually was the original trumpet player for the Miami Sound Machine, and um, he let me do, like, a independent study class. And I used to hear the jazz band playing all the time outside the door. And the guy who was the second tenor got the chicken pox. And he told me, hey, you know, we need somebody to fill in and do it. Do you want to do it? And I, I knew right at that point that that was a life-changing decision for the better. Wow. So when you talk about that, you brought me back to why I started our Gifted Music Foundation for children. So number one, kudos to your dad for putting that seed in you that you could actually play because a lot of kids don't have that that comes from, you know, divorced parents. But the fact that he saw that affinity in you and was like, well, hey, you know what, you should play this. And the fact you said you loved it, you know, as a kid. And something that I wanted to do to honor my late mom is I started, but when I started the Gifted Music Foundation for Children, my mom was actually living, and being that my mom was an, an educator, and she she loved special education, and I just remember accompanying her on so many days, you know, to the school and, you know, watching the special education kids, and they had, um, you know, individual tutors that would come in to try and support what the kids you know, wanted to do. Um, I never saw anybody that was inclined to play music, but that really got me thinking when I thought about everything that goes on here uh, in the urban community here in Los Angeles. And so I say, you know, um, sometimes as a party of one, you can literally start a revolution. And, of course, I could name so many greats like Megger Evers. I mean, I could just go all the way just down the line. But it really got me to think, and I said, I really want to do something to support music and see if we can get it back in school because music is the last thing to be added. I mean, it's almost as if it is a – and I've been out of school for so long. It's almost as if it is a, a um, an elective. And musical is always the last to be added. It's the first to be cut. And so I said, um, I really want to do something. So we partnered with the Los Angeles Unified School District, and we adopted five schools. We picked um, some in certain parts of, of the neighborhood. We were saying, what is the greatest need? What is really kind of happening in the schools? And they said, you know, kids really want to play music, but there's no budget. We really don't have the teachers. And so I said, I want to change that. And so I got together. I wrote out a plan. I'm such a planner. I wrote out a plan, and then I started talking to so many of my musician friends, and I said, hey, guys, what if we went into the schools? And we sat down and we talked to the kids and kind of really shared with them the importance of music. I go, can you guys help me to raise money and to raise awareness? 
I go, you all have name recognition. I've got some name recognition. And we put our heads together, and can we come up, can we devise a plan where we can really raise money? And I'm telling you, so many of the musicians got behind me from, uh, oh, my goodness, let's see everybody's face. I can't even have to think of people's name. Arturo Sandoval. Amazing, incredible, won multiple, multiple Grammys, played the trumpet, you know all that. So Yep, yep. I actually I actually got to play with him. Oh my God, he's so he's so amazing. And so and he, a very nice gentleman. He is so kind, he's so warm, so giving and, and everything. And so, you know, we really put our heads together and then I started talking with Hannibal Musical Instruments, a funny guitar, and he said, Hey, what do you need? I'm like, I need some money. We need some help. We want to give instruments to these children. Can you guys donate money so that way the money that you guys oh, are donating? Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. I said the money that you guys are donating, these are actually paying for the voice lessons, violin, uh, keyboard, saxophone. And I'm telling you, Wayne, if you could have seen these children literally romancing and rubbing the neck of the saxophone, touching the keyboard, hearing the snare of the drum, I – we have them at hello. And so when you brought up um, music as a young man, it just takes me back to the foundation that I started, you know, in 2011. And we were able to give um, – I'm trying to think to date. Lord, how much have we raised? On an average, maybe about thirty or $40,000, you know, a year we were able to raise and then be able to give that money, you know, to a variety of schools and also give um, – Cannonball Musical Instruments, they have donated, I mean, so generous. Telvis and Sherlocky out of, uh, I think, um, Utah. Um, no, Salt Lake, wow. Salt Lake City. Um, yeah, I know they, I know those. They make they make beautiful saxophones. Do you know Telvis and Cheryl? So they, so they gave us, yeah. So they partnered with us. That's, that's awesome. And so you just, you really struck a chord with me and so as as an educator how important is it do you feel it is to really give back to the community it doesn't have to be an urban community i'm saying just give back period oh oh it's 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 very important i was going to say first of all thank god here in south florida we have music in in the curriculum for uh, through all all the way k k through 12 and of course college and universities down here uh, music is is definitely on the curriculum and in the curriculum, but yeah, definitely giving back is important. In fact, I was going to bring up something to you. Maybe maybe I could help make a connection for you with one of the organizations that I belong to, which is called Music and the Brain. And I'm uh, I, f- I forgot what she called it. Uh, the lady who's in charge, Lasala. She's a very nice lady. Uh, she oh yeah she. She has a music hero program, and, and uh, during the pandemic, she contacted me and asked me if I would rec- record some things for the music hero program for music in the brain. So I, I did do that, but actually, um, I, also, uh, I also teach, you know, music, and in and, yeah. and our school right now, you know, until the pandemic is 100% over, I'm not sure. I, hopefully soon they'll be, we'll be able to go back to the program. The program, what they do is they help, they get a grant from the government. And if you find schools that, that qualify, um, the government, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's through the government, they, they right. provide uh, basically like a, a keyboard lab. And 
I think that, oh, uh, oh yeah, I think, so that's one of the things I like to do to give back is uh, to help out with the Music in the Brain program. And, uh, and, and I'd be happy to um, connect you guys, you know, at a later date. You just let me know and I'll, I'll let you know their information. That would be amazing. I mean, anything for the, anything for our kids. And so, you know, we share, you know, when I'm giving the presentation, it's just in a nutshell. It's basically it really has been my mission and passion since 2011 to provide those musical enrichment opportunities for youth, you know, in the neighborhood. I said it's been one of our greatest rewards, you know, recognizing that a child's life is forever going to be changed, you know, by receiving musical instruction, whether it's singing in the chorale, being exposed to a variety of compositions or different genres of music, because everyone knows, based on science, what, you know, music does in terms of counting, in terms of, um, you know, helping you to um, just to connect the dots through, through counting, through music. It helps you um, just, over, just overall, generally, just to even get along with everyone else. Because when I think about music, I go, most times if you're in a band, you're not playing solo. You have to be able to get along and don't play as a soloist. You have to play in the band. You can't be like off missus, right? So. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it takes teamwork. It absolutely, so, it absolutely does. It absolutely does take um, teamwork. So I want to get into some of your great music, but I want to ask you a question that I want you to think about when I'm playing one of your mini tracks. Um, I want to play. I want to play the track. I see. I think it was track number one. And okay, yeah, that's up, my my first hit there. I love, love, love the track "Spicy." So the question, the question that I want to ask you is, what information would you share with um, with a novice they're interested in getting into the music field? Because it really can be a landmine. So maybe what's one or two things that they can avoid when getting involved into the music scene? Because it can just be dicey. So what's one or two landmines? And I would love to go and play Spicy for our fans. And if you would think about that question, we want to enjoy this music. We're actually live tweeting throughout the show. The boards are lit up. You guys press the one on your phone if you want to ask Wayne a question. I'm also going to open up the chat room to keep this party going. So let's take a listen to Wayne's track, Spicy. Here we go, guys.
Hey there, this is guitarist and songwriter Sean Brock. Say, have you heard my latest album, Side Unseen? Guess what? You can hear it right here on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio with your host, Miss Bridget Lewis. Check out Miss Bridget's special edition show every Tuesday from 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. Pacific Time. On Wednesdays, Miss Bridget brings you Coffee Talk with the Legends of Jazz in the Legends series at 3 p.m. Pacific. On Thursdays, it's the Art and Culture series at 3 p.m. Pacific. And on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, join Miss Bridget again to round out the week. From Latin jazz to contemporary jazz, all the way up to gospel jazz. It's all covered here on Coffee Talk Radio with Miss Bridget Lewis. As for me, check out SeanBrockMusic.com. That's S-H-A-W-N-B-R-O-C-K Music.com. Send me an email and check out sound samples from all of my albums. My music can be found at Best Buy, Barnes & Noble, Borders, Amazon, iTunes, CD Baby, SeanBrockMusic.com, and anywhere great jazz is sold. Welcome home. You found us. Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, live from Los Angeles. We are back and we're broadcasting live all the way from Los Angeles. You're listening to the very best in Blog Talk Radio here at Coffee Talk Jazz with my very special guest, saxophonist, educator, and performer, Wayne Dutchall. I hope you guys are enjoying the party. So, how does it feel to you to hear your music, Spicy, on live radio, Wayne? Oh, yeah, I always, I always love that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. You know, you you start getting used to that more and more. I mean, thankfully, it's uh, it's been on radio now for a, a little over two years, and uh, you know, so I'm I'm learning more and more about uh, the industry. It's so funny. Um, it's like to me, listening to music, it's almost like writing a great book. And after you've written the book, like the book is like already old to you because it's like you've written it, you've edited it, you've gotten it mastered, you know, you've listened to it raw. And then when the fans hear it, they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is great. And to, and to you as the artist, you probably feel like, gosh, you know, I've heard this melody like a thousand times, these chord changes, like I've heard these already. So you say it's been on two years. I'm like, it sounds like you just recorded it like yesterday. But that's what Britney well, does, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That that particular track has been out there that long. But I, I do have new stuff that's out right now that's brand new. You know, uh, the oh, the latest yeah. track is is uh, going up, which is uh, um, I'm sure you have a copy of that there um, with Brendan Rothwell, Absolutely. the uh, famous Canadian bass player. Yeah, we're definitely going to play that as the next track. So. You all, the chat room is now open. We're live tuning throughout the show. I see that you guys are, I see that you guys are bashful. So I don't want you guys to be bashful at all. So here is what I'd like. Um, press the one on the board, and I'm going to open up the board. 
and you guys can ask Wayne any question that's relevant to music. In the meantime, Wayne, can you answer the question in terms of their landmines? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You, you, were saying, <laughs> for, you, you, you were saying for somebody who's coming in as a novice, what would be some advice? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, uh, I was thinking about it, you know, one thing is is to learn from the masters, you know. And when I say learn from the masters, I mean uh, uh, typically, like I also went to university to study music. And when you go to the university to study music, uh, I'm fr- I went to the University of Miami, which is now called the Frost School of Music. Um, mm. Yeah, they have you they have you do transcriptions and transcri- transcribing. What that means is you you hear the master playing. And what you do is you you emulate the master and you keep on listening over and over again to the master until you sound like that. Now, keep in mind, of course, that you're doing that to learn so that you yourself, you have to get your own sound. But that's just a great way. That's one piece of advice to a novice. You should learn from the masters and do it in that manner until you sound up to that level and you just keep repeating. And then the other piece of advice, I was trying to think what it was, was, oh, yeah, learn how to read music. Learn how to read music because oh my God. You, you, should, you should be able to do both. You should be able to go on any situation and play by ear, or if they need you to read music and play with somebody who's famous, then you should be able to do mm-hmm. that too. So, you, you know, thankfully, by the grace of God, you know, I do both of those things. And if you do both of those things, then you'll be working a lot in the music industry. Wow. I'm so glad you said that because one of my very, very good friends um, is world-renowned, so incredibly famous. He's like one of the most humble people I know, and that is they call him Dr. Paul Jackson, Jr., but if you look on the back of any one CD, I mean, Paul is there because he is a first-call musician. I remember asking him a question. Um, He actually took the cover of the 2000 I think 2013, 2011, one of the magazines that we've had, it's been around for a while, but we asked him the question, um, can do as a musician, if you want to have longevity in your career. And he said, learn to read music. And so when you said that it was like a light bulb moment for me, the other thing he said was when someone gives you music, for example, let's talk about Vanessa Williams. I remember being at, being at rehearsal with Vanessa and with her band, and they were here in, here in Los Angeles, and she needed somebody to come in and, and sub because her um, guitarist was sick. But he was so enamored with her that he just was falling all over himself. He just couldn't get himself together. She just wanted him to play Saving the Best for Last. And if it's already a hit song, you cannot remake a hit song. It's already, you know, she's already won awards for that. And so he was so busy trying to impress, impress her he did not play. He could read music, but he decided he wanted to just freestyle. And do you know that she did not hire him for that reason? She just said, just play the music. Just She go, can, can you read? He was like, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, she, well, she yeah. Said, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, well, that's, in, that's an incredible story. Yeah. I mean, there are certain scenarios, right? If they want you to read it uh, note for note, then they usually tell you. And then if if not, they, if they want you to improvise, they usually tell you, you know, the band leader. <laughs> exactly. That's, an, that's, a, that's a good story, though. Yeah. It, 
it's so true, but wow. I really think that's a blessing to be able to to read music, to be ear trained, and to be able to read the music. But you're right, you really will have longevity in your career. And I also remember musicians sharing this, and I think of all that also shared this as well. Like, I got so many, like, different stories, I'm telling you. Um, he was saying, you've awesome. got to be humble in this business because there are other musicians who can probably out-sing you, out-play you, and you've got to be humble because you're going to be working with a variety of different people, and you may not be able to get along with everybody, but you should at least, you really should at least try and get along, you know, with everyone that you're that you're playing with, especially if you want to have a, a good career. So I want to jump back into some more of your great music, and I want to play um, what is charting on the billboards right now that everyone's listening to. It's called Going Up. And I hope that Brandon is listening, and we hope so. <laughs> okay. Wow. It is, it is loading right now. Um, and I also want to tell you what's actually loading. Let me tell you who's actually listening in. This is pretty incredible. This is such a huge show. I don't know why everybody is just, like, so embarrassed right now. They don't want to say anything, and then they want to blow up my phone. When they tell me, I really want to talk with, with your very special guest, but I was just really afraid, like, to ask him the question. It was like, why? And, like, he's he's an amazing musician. He's a very nice musician. Uh, I promise. He won't buy Well, that's, that's, that's fine. Okay. So let me tell you who was actually listening live. So, wow. Albuquerque is in the building. You all welcome to the Coffee Talk Jazz Party. Um, Mexico, Guadalupe. I don't know where that is. Guadalupe. Mexico. San Luis, uh, San Luis, Mexico, Pueblo, Mexico. Welcome to the party. Oh, we've got wow. our Canadian brothers and sisters. Wow, wow. Well, we're going, we're, we're going Nelson. international here. We are international. Um, Fort Nelson, Canada. <laughs> welcome, Prince George. Welcome to the party. Thunder Bay. Welcome to the party. Ottawa. Welcome to the party. Lots of Canadians hanging out. Quebec. Hey, guys. Welcome, welcome. So happy to have you. Um, we've got folks in the Caribbean. Wow. Antigua. Um, Antigua. Beautiful down and, there. Wow. Anguilla. Hey, guys. Welcome. Puerto Rico. 3,655 are tuning in from Puerto Rico. Welcome. St. Lucia. 180 fans are hanging out. I, nice. I'm, I'm loving all these numbers. Trinidad and Tobago, 1,379 are hanging out, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. So this absolutely is an international show today. And our folks in the U.S., 329,065 folks are hanging out with us from Washington <laughs> to New York. You all, so welcome to the party. And, Wayne, this is all because of you and the crazy email blast, all the phone conversations. So, you guys, I want to give away at least three prizes. So hit the one on your phone. Let me know through the chat room. Let me know through text. Let me know through Twitter. We've got everything that's open and easy and ready for you. So if you can set up this brand-new track featuring Mr. Brandon Rothwell, who's our Canadian brother, um, set up going up for us, and I would love to play it for the fans. Oh, Oh, for me to set it up? 
Yeah, uh -huh. you just want to tell everybody um, a little bit about the, the song, how it came into Oh, I got you. Place. I got you. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was your – I know you, you have somebody that's uh, helping you out there, so I wasn't sure if you were talking to them. But, uh, oh, no, uh, Going Up, it's a song that I wrote during the pandemic. And I met Brendan uh, right before the pandemic. We, we, we played at a jazz festival together, actually there in Carmel, California. It was beautiful. Sandy Shores Jazz Weekender. Um, they're fabulous. Nice. There were there such uh, great guests out there. It was actually a bunch of number one artists, and I'm just thankful that I played there. And uh, I met Brendan there. And after it was over, we... You know, nobody knew there was going to be a pandemic. In fact, right after that, oh, when God. I got back to Miami, uh, just a week later, that's when everything went into lockdown or, you know, whatever you want to call that mode where everybody was staying at home. And so uh, we stayed in touch and we started talking on Zoom. Uh, and we also okay. talked with, uh, let me give a shout out to George Franklin from GTF Band. Uh, so we, the three, yeah, about once a month we would meet each other on Zoom and talk and, and just stay in touch and talk about what's going on. And I said, you know, hey, uh, I think I'm, I'm, I, I started writing a song and I had Brendan in mind. And I said, you know, Brendan, you think you'd be interested in uh, playing on this song? And he said yes, thankfully. And there you go. All right, guys. So here we go with Going Up featuring Brandon. Rockwell and saxophonist performer Wayne Gutschall. Let's take a listen, guys.
Hello, this is Marjane, contemporary gospel recording artist. Do you love good coffee and a great chat? Well, today is your chance to peek behind the curtain with your favorite artist. Are you celebrating a birthday? If so, join us with the Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Birthday Club. Send us a text at 562-355-0311 or email us at coffeetalkjazzradio at msn.com. We'll also give you a live shout-out and plenty of Twitter love. You never know what you might win. Call us today if it's your birthday at 347-934-0108. Be sure to follow our tweets and also follow us on Facebook. So happy birthday from Miss Bridget and the Coffee Talk Jazz crew. And guys, we are back, and it is a beautiful, gorgeous Saturday, uh, November the 6th. And just to throw in, you guys do not want to forget that tonight, I believe, is Daylight Savings Time. Is that right, Wayne? That is right. <laughs> you guys don't forget <laughs> now, I don't know what time it happens at, though, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't forget to fall back. Remember, remember, we spring forward, we fall back, which means that it's going to be getting lighter earlier and wait, wait, it's going to, it's going to be lighter early. I think it's going to get dark sooner. I think that's it. Yeah. Dark sooner. Yeah. yeah. I yep. think that's it. Yeah. I would always like get those like mixes like, uh, yeah. I, so. I feel you on that one. <laughs> same, guys, same thing happens to me. I know you guys are back with my incredible guest. This is an international Worldwide show exclusive. As a matter of fact, I was looking at the numbers and I posted it, I believe, on Instagram. We have over a million, milli, 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 million guys. We have over a million listeners every quarter on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. So we're not only here in the United States, uh, as you guys heard with all the fans that are tuning in, um, I have a program board here and it is a beautiful thing. And the only reason I'm not going to screenshot it and put it on Instagram because people's telephone numbers come up and people can be a little creepy, especially during this pandemic. I'm just saying. So I'm not going to put it on the border. You guys can see it's literally a map of the U.S., different countries, and the boards are lit up. And I can see who is calling in from where. And so it's just a beautiful thing to see. I love technology. I'm in L.A. Uh, Wayne is in Florida. And... You know, technology is an amazing thing, which brings me to my next question. Um, You mentioned Brandon earlier and how you guys are on Zoom. So this pandemic has really done a a number, nation, the country, and even around the world. How have you been able to stay centered during the pandemic? Um, Has the music been like therapy for you, even though you're a musician? Or how have you been able just to stay centered and grounded? It's, it's, it's a, this pandemic, this is a lie. You know, uh, I'm a Christian, and I know who's in charge. That's what I believe. And, uh, you know, God keeps me centered. In Jesus' name, I'm so thankful about that. So that's definitely uh, how I stay centered. And, and some of the ways that I stay centered, you know, here, uh, when the pandemic was happening, you know, actually, I am also a music educator. So basically, throughout the entire pandemic, I still kept teaching uh, music if it was online. And then in October in Florida, actually last year, we went back to school physically. So 
half mm-hmm. of the students yeah half of the students were 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 at home and half of the students were online and then but believe it or not I still had more time than I normally would have so I mm-hmm. had enough time to finish composing all the songs for this next CD that did keep me centered and grounded and uh by the way, the next CD, not only does it have Brendan Rothwell, who's just amazing on bass, but it's also going to mm-hmm. have a flutist, a flautist Kim Scott. Kim Scott, I'm sure you know her. Love her. Um, uh, right now I'm working on two songs with guitarist Steve Oliver. Um, and Steve, Steve is going to be producing one of those. Yep, and uh, okay. also um, guitarist Paul Brown. I'll be working with him uh in the next nice. few months, I got to get everything uh, lined up with him. But let's see. I don't want to leave anybody out. And there's other <laughs> special guests. You know, I don't know if you know also uh, trumpeter Rob Zinn. He's if you don't know I him, do uh, know, I do. I I've heard of I've heard of Rob. It's funny that we're friends on Facebook, but we have not had a conversation. Like I don't know why, but I'm sure like when they meet me. <laughs> And you know, you know who I, I and I didn't forget. I'm, I'm saving uh, also that is an incredible piano player and singer, Carol Albert uh, is going to be on the CD oh, also. Yes, I mean you've named like some of my favorite people. Um, even though sometimes we don't have converse, we've not not had telephone conversations, but I get emails from everybody. They will send me a message on Facebook. They'll send me a message on eat. Um, by email, they'll say, hey, did you know that I was being considered, you know, as considered, you know, for Grammy consideration? You know, please vote for me if you remember. I'm like, absolutely, like, of course, of course. Um, unfortunately, guys, I cannot friend everybody. That's why we have the Coffee Talk. We have two separate Coffee Talk Jazz Network pages, and that way if you guys want to post what's happening in your music world, music circles, um, you guys are welcome to do that. I just don't have any more space. On my personal page right now, I think there's maybe six or 700 people who want to friend me. I was like, okay, but why? Thank you, but why? Um, <laughs> I can't talk to every. I can't talk to everybody. I can talk to them like via email or talk to them like on Instagram Live, but I can't do. Um, can't talk to everybody. But here's what I want um, you to share with the fans, please. How can they? Number one, how can they follow you on social media? Can you share your handles with our fans, and then I'm going to post it on Twitter. I know what it is, but I want you to tell our fans, please. Uh, well, I mean, usually what I tell people, the easiest thing to do is to simply mm-hmm. just go to to Google and you put in the mm-hmm. artist's name. In my case, you would just put my name in Google. And when you go to Google, it just has all the links right there. Exactly. You know? that's, that, that's normally what I do. It's easier for people that way. Um, but I am on Facebook, I am on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram and all those different links. But if you go to Google, you put my name, it'll just come right up. Absolutely. Do you think that's, that's good? Super duper. Oh, no, it's, that's absolutely perfect. Like right now I am on, uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, Wayne's handle on Twitter is at WGutshell, A-L-T-O. So it's at W-G-U-T-S-H-A-L. A-L-T-O. So he plays yeah, alto that stands for alto, like alto saxophone, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm going to let people know that. So that being said, we're going to get into some more music. 
But I have another question for you, and that question is, what's the most of a song? Do you think it's the melody? Is it the beat? Is it the groove? Is it the lyrics? Like, what is it that gets people going? On a song. Oh. I, know it could be a, I know that's a loaded question. You right? know, it's it's you know it's more <laughs> than one thing. I mean, you got to have a good that's groove right. and a good beat, and then you got to have a, a very good melody. You know, and if you write songs yeah. that have lyrics, of course that has to be uh, good too. So everything has to be good. I mean, and I happen to write, you know, like my Christmas song, which will be coming out now in mid the middle of November, called "I I Wrap My Love for Christmas." That one does yeah. have uh, that. That one does have lyrics. I wrote that one for my wife because she's just a uh, fanatic Aww. about watching all those Hallmark Christmas shows and everything. And, I, <laughs> and, and yeah, and I, I, she just loves it. And I said, you know, I have to write a song for her about that. So, um, yeah. So you know, I mean, all um, those, all of, all of those elements are important. The melody the rhythm, everything. Um, and, you know, actually one of the radio people that I work with, Jason Gorov, he's a very nice gentleman. Hey, Jason. Uh, yep. Uh, Jason, you know, it, he has some uh, advice that he gives that's on the on YouTube uh, about mm-hmm. that. And he, and he was mentioning, you know, the melody is very important. You know, the beat is very important. So I would recommend that once again to those people that are looking – to learn more about uh, this industry, if you, if if are like you said, some people that want to learn about the music business, go ahead on there and listen to him. He's got some great advice. He is such a smart man, a very good friend of both of ours. So, Jason, if you're listening, shout out to Gorf Music down in Las Vegas, Nevada, and we both work with some of the most amazing artists in the world, and I consider it a privilege. Um, to be a part of your world, Wayne. So thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you Bridget. for that. Um, <laughs> one more question for you, and then I want to do what I call a double-double. We want to play the Basta, the Roma Basta, and then Wayne's Blues is also another, one of my favorites. And so here's my question, and I'll let you kind of think about this. There's so many Incredible sax players. I mean, I could name like 20 people off the top of my head, and not one of you guys guys sounds alike, and the music is also beautiful. So of all the different sax players out there, how did you find your musical voice? Because you don't sound like anybody that I've heard before, and it's so good. So please think about that. I want to do a double-double again by playing the Roma Bassa and Wayne Blues. And if, you, if you want to talk about both of these tracks really quick, let's do a double-double. And I'm going to be dancing around while we're playing them. And then Wayne will have a chance to think about the questions. So we'll just have you to set up the tracks and they'll play them for our fans. Okay, yeah, the Roma Bassa, actually, I wrote that, believe it or not, the Roma Bassa does have lyrics. But I thought mm-hmm. it was catchy enough to make it into a jazz song, so I, I took off the lyrics. I, wrote, I Actually, I went to Italy, and when I came back, Ooh. I was in such a good mood, you know, I, I said, hey, i got to write a song about this, and that's the, the Roma Vasa. Uh, and then the Wayne Blues, 
The Wayne Blues, actually, I think I wrote that quite a while back when I was uh, at the University of Miami. But I was, you know, oh. searching as a com- as a composer. You 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 keep your songs, and you don't always know when you're going to use them, you know. And and I and I said, you know, that song would be great for this CD. And I had not uh, done anything with that particular song yet, so I went ahead and and uh, refreshed it and did a, a new version of it. All right, guys. So here we go. Let's take a listen to Roma Boxes first on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio.
Hi, this is Calabria Foti. I'm a jazz vocalist, violinist, music educator, and author. It's Ladies Week here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, and we are bringing our listeners the best there is in diversity and talent. It's your chance to peek behind the curtains and get up close and personal with your favorite jazz musicians and amazing vocalists. Our vision here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio is to increase the profile of jazz through music education, and that's why I'm here to talk to you about education. Coffee Talk Jazz Radio's executive producer, Miss Bridget Lewis, strongly believes in music education, and that's why she's launched the Coffee Talk Jazz Music Foundation for Children. The student recipients will be involved in programs emphasizing intensive study and self-discipline rather than generalized or introductory exposure to the performing arts. The goal is to raise money and awareness for inner-city schools and after-school music programs where children show an aptitude towards music. Music is the fabric of our lives, and I can tell you how important it is to have your generous contribution for Generation Next Project. The proceeds will be divided into four curriculums, preschool, middle school, preparatory, and pre-professional in both music and dance. More information is available through the official website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. Your support and donations can be made through the website. It is a non-profit organization, 501c company, and your contributions are tax-deductible. Support the Generation Next Project Scholarship Foundation and tell them Miss Bridget Lewis sent you. And be sure to pick up my current CD, A Lovely Way to Spend an Evening, available at iTunes, Amazon, and FotiCD.com. That's F-O-T-I-C-D.com. For Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, I'm Calabria Foti. Thank you. Hey, guys. We're back. We're broadcasting live. I hope you guys are relaxing and unwinding with me, the coffee lady. We're bringing you the very best in jazz on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio with my very special guest, educator, Wayne Getschall, all the way from Miami, Florida. We've been live to throughout the show. The chat room is open. I haven't given away anything yet. The coffee is just about to stop simmering. So before it does, you guys have one more chance. So Wayne, I want to ask you a couple questions, and then I want to put you in the hot seat. Not the real hot seat. But I want to ask you this question. Would you say that music is a marker of memories? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm sure for many people throughout their lives, when you think of a certain song, it reminds you of a certain period in your life. You know, wouldn't you say that? Oh, my God. Like, I can think of songs right now, and I'm thinking, okay, why does I know the lyrics to these songs and it has not been on television, this commercial hasn't been on television for 30 years? Like, I mean, literally, it's like, and, and I'm a Christian, I don't smoke, I don't drink, any of that. But there's a there's a melody that I heard, and it is a it's a hamburger commercial. I'm like, how is it that I know the words to this song, like verbatim, word for word, or a cigarette commercial? I'm like, I don't even smoke. And so my point for saying that is that we have to be so cautious as to what we watch, as to what we hear, because subconsciously, it gets inside of you, and you wonder, it's like, why am I humming that melody? Why am I saying those words, right? So. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's true, yeah. especially for kids, like you're saying, especially for for kids. I think for parents, you know, they, they, they should also keep that in mind. I'm sure many, many parents uh, know know what I'm talking about, and they do. Absolutely, absolutely. So I want to get into some fun questions. We're going to play one more track. We've had you on for quite some time, but we love your music. We love your personality. We're so excited that you've been our guest this evening. So one of the guests did ask a question um, through the chat. They want to know, I think this is so funny, um, they want to know what's your favorite brand of ice cream. Is it Haagen-Dazs, Ben and Jerry's, Baskin Robbins, and then they want to know your favorite flavor. That's a good one. Oh, that's so funny. For that's that. funny. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's funny. You know, actually, during the pandemic, when you you couldn't go shopping that much, uh, my wife and I started to order delivery, and we found this good Hagen Dazs ice cream. It's funny that you bring that up. Oh. And and uh, they had these little chocolate bars that are vanilla with chocolate. Oh, awesome with almonds. It, it was delicious. And my favorite right. flavor. Yeah. <laughs> That's tricky. That's a tricky question about the favorite flavor because Ben and Jerry's has some really good flavors. <laughs> yeah. Um I think there's something called I see it, but I can't even like it's Monkey Mocha something. They have like all these really fun fun names, but my absolute hands down favorite is Praley's and Cream by Hagen Dazs. Like, ah, uh, stick a fork in me because I'm already done on that. <laughs> that that sounds delicious. Exactly. The last question that I have for you is, well, actually, there's two because there was a question before we went to the commercial break, and that question was, with so many saxophone players out on the market today, everyone sounds different. How did you distinguish? How do you distinguish yourself as an alto sax? player um, you have your own sound it's very unique we love it it's robust it's if I were to describe it um, as in coffee terms it, it would almost kind of be like um, a dark chocolate ro- robust uh, coffee bean and so how have you been able to find your musical voice because it's very very distinct oh thank you thank you uh you know, I was going to say I do I do play all the saxophones. You know, so depending on which track you hear, but I, I definitely want to keep my I I do want to keep my voice on all of them. And and I've been playing a lot of alto, so that that makes sense that you've heard heard that. Um, the way you know when I decided to record this CD, um, the way you keep your own voice is you know you play from the heart. And and you just play what you hear in your head, and you let it come out. That, that's what you got to do. Now, like I was saying before earlier in the interview, of course you learn from the masters and everything. But when you go to record your own stuff, you 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 got to do it your own way, and you have to just you you I, especially during the recording process. I, I prefer to just play. You know. Don't be listening to other people while you're recording your own CD. Make sure that you're you're doing it the way that you hear it in your head. That that that's some good advice there. So I, I think that's and and you know who said that? That was that famous uh, singer Sting. You know he said when he would go, 
to record that he would um, he try not to listen to other people so that you know that way you just do it your own way yeah wow I agree with that so I'm trying to squeeze all the juice out of this lemon you've been so gracious with your time I just want to get in one more track which is another one of my favorites too Miles Styles so I want to go ahead and play this track um come back with one more good juicy question and then let you go about the rest of your evening and please thank your lovely wife for allowing um us to share some of your some of your Saturdays I know how precious that is so guys we're going to go with our very special guest here we go guys
are back, guys. It has been a beautiful, beautiful afternoon with my very special guest, Wayne Gutschall, composer, professor. He's a multi-instrumentalist. You guys hear him early when he says he plays all of the sax. Hello. Can you guys get into that? Not all musicians play. Not all saxophonists can play. All four said as a testament to his um, dexterity. How about that, right? Um, if you guys are interested I'll take in that. your music, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are interested and you guys want me to hear your music, because yes, I'm ear trained also. I sing, but this is not about me. This is about Wayne. Y'all don't know me for my singing. You guys know me more for my writing. But if you guys want me to hear your music, please send it to Coffee Talk Jazz Radio at MSN.com. That's Coffee Talk Jazz Radio at MSN.com. And um, I know you guys have enjoyed the show. I want to leave you with the last word, and then we're going to take it out with another one of your incredible tracks. I'm going to leave you with the last word, Wayne. I want to leave. Did you? Is there something you want to share with the fans before we conclude? I can't believe that we've been on. Does it feel like it's been over? Um, it's been like an hour and thirty minutes. Does it feel like it? No, I'm having a good time. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I just want to. I, I still believe I love that. I, I want to make sure that we play that before we conclude the show. So that was super good. Oh, what were you saying? I said I want to play that? one more track. Still believe I love that one too. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Well, I, I just want to thank all the fans out there around the world, internationally, for your support. You guys are awesome. You know, uh, these days, you know, as a musician, you can actually keep track of it and. Uh, I just want to mm-hmm. thank everybody, and uh, you guys are amazing, and thank you so much for the support, and I just want to say God bless you guys, and uh, thank you for your continued support, and just have a great evening, everybody. God, that just really means the world to us, and so to our fans, I want to say with music in our hearts and with jazz in our souls, we want to thank you, our friends, fans, and supporters for making Coffee Talk Jazz Radio number one, our amazing Coffee Talk Jazz magazine, which is on the way. Um, thank you guys for those awards as well. We're going to go ahead and we're going to take it out with Wayne's track. It's called I Still Believe. We will see you all next time with my very special guest. Joyce Spencer will be joining the party this time next week at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thanks, guys. Ooh, ooh.